Shalom, peace and blessings. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. So this segment will be a short lesson on the order or the hierarchy of the kingdom. The more I read and study the scriptures, the more I get irritated at times when I see how Satan has worked through Esau and the line of Japheth to steal the identity of the chosen people. But it was all prophesied, so it had to come to pass. We know from 2nd Esdras 6 and 9 that Esau is ruling right now and Jacob got next. The truth of the scriptures, the chosen people, the truth of the hierarchy of the kingdom, even the truth of the basura of the good news had been hidden for quite some time. The truth is being revealed. Thanks to the fourth beast, the fourth kingdom, aka the Roman Empire, the Roman Catholic Church, Christianity made it possible for the truth to be hidden. Second Baruch chapter 39 verses 5 through 6 says this and after these things a fourth kingdom will arise whose power will be harsh and evil far beyond those which were before it and it will rule many times as the forest on the plain and it will hold fast for times and will exalt itself more than the cedars of Lebanon. Verse 6. And by it the truth will be hidden, and all those who are polluted with iniquity will flee to it, as evil beasts flee and creep into the forest. In Christianity, everybody's equal. There's no chosen people. We're all spiritual Israel because the Most High did away with his law and his chosen people, which is a complete lie. So in order to have a kingdom, from what I can see, you need four things. You need a God or a power, a king or a ruler, a ruling class, and you need servants. And every kingdom has wealth, right? So in the most highest order, he is our God or our power. Yahusha, his son, is the king. The ruling class, Israel. The servants are the strangers or the Gentiles. And the wealth is going to come from the Gentiles as well. This is the blueprint in the scriptures that the Christian church never teaches. Yahusha came to save his people from their sins. That's Matthew 1 and 21. He said himself, he only came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's Matthew 15 verse 24. Sin is the transgression of the law or the Torah, which was only given to Israel. That's Psalms 148 verses 19 and 20. No Gentile or no Gentile nations had the oracles or the Torah 
of the Most High. Yahushua's ministry always pointed back to his father. He called his father his God or his power. That's in Revelation 3 and verse 12. We see in Luke 1, 32 and 33 that Yahushua will be the ruler of the kingdom to come. You can also read Ezekiel 37, Daniel 2, 44, Daniel 7 and 14, and 1 Corinthians 15, verses 24 and 25. It talks about him ruling and putting the enemies under his feet. And this will lead us into the new heaven and the new earth. And you can also read uh, Revelation 21. The new heaven and the new earth happens after the millennial reign, after the battle of Armageddon. You can read about the battle of Armageddon in Revelation 28 and 9 and Ezekiel 38. So that was the king. Yahushua is the king. The ruling class, Israel. Exodus 19 verses 5 through 6 says that we are a special people, a kingdom of priests, a set-apart nation. And for more background, you can read um, Deuteronomy 7 and 6, Deuteronomy 28 and 1, Deuteronomy 26 and 19, and Isaiah 61 and 6. We were chosen to be set apart. We were not supposed to be like the other nations. We were to rule over the other nations. And if I'm not mistaken, in 2nd Esdras, it said that the world was made for Israel's sake. So the Most High chose us to be a people, to be his people. He told us to be holy because he is holy. There is no power or no God like ours, like the Most High himself. None of the gods of the nations compare to him. They're nothing but idols and devils. But we have the God who created the heavens and the earth and all that we see. And we were to be his people set apart from the nations. And we were set apart through his laws, his statutes, his commandments, and his judgments. And we all know the story. We didn't follow them like we should have. But we see it today just as the prophets prophesied. We have become like the nations we were scattered to. But now we are waking up and coming back to Torah. We're coming back to the law, the statutes, and the commandments. So Israel was chosen to be above all the people of the earth, ruling the earth in truth and in righteousness, being a kingdom of priests, being priests and kings of the Most High. And within the kingdom, the, the nobles, the elders, the governors, the judges will be of Israel. It will be us. You can read that in Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 21. So the servants, we read in Isaiah 14, verses 1 through 3. For Yahuwah will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land and strangers shall be joined with them and they shall cleave 
to the house of Jacob. And the people shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captives, who captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. Isaiah 54 and 3 tells us that we will inherit the Gentiles. Isaiah 61 and 9 says they will acknowledge who we are. Isaiah 60 and 10 says the sons of the strangers will build up our walls. Isaiah 60 and verse 11 and 12 says the Gentiles will bring their wealth unto us. And those who will not serve us will be utterly wasted. So the strangers will dwell among us. You can read that in Ezekiel chapter 47 verses 22 and 23. And Zechariah 14 verses 16 and 17 said the nations will come up to Jerusalem and they will keep the Feast of Tabernacles with us year by year. When you read about Abraham's life, Abraham is an example of a chosen vessel having servants of other nations, which is a reflection of how Israel was supposed to be when they left Egypt. And it would, and it's going to be how we are when we leave the lands of our captivity. So Abraham had strangers living among him and they served him. They were blessed because of Abraham. And it will be the same way when the kingdom is restored unto us. This is why the disciples asked in Acts chapter 1 and verse 6, when will the kingdom be restored to Israel again? I guess Christians never read that verse. But they was wondering when would they be restored back to their position. And once we leave our lands of captivities, we go into the wilderness, we will be restored again. And also David's reign, his 40 year reign, is, is a picture of how it will be once we're back in the position that we were supposed to be in from the beginning. When David was ruling, he had other nations serving him. He had the, the, the Syrians, the Moabites, and Edom served him as well. And this is how it will be with us. We'll be ruling the nations in righteousness. So knowing the order of the kingdom is important and is key. Yahusha only came for his people, the lost sheep. The only sheep the Most High has is Israel, not Gentile nations. I have yet to find that verse in scripture. But to back up that Israel are the sheep, you can read Ezekiel 34, Psalms 95, verse 7, Psalm 74, verse 1, Psalm 79, verse 13, Jeremiah chapter 50, verses 6 and 17. Now, when Yahushua came to earth, some of the sheep were in Jerusalem. But most of the sheep were scattered among the heathens in different countries. This is why the disciples were to go into all nations. Because his people, because Israel was in all nations. 
They wanted to be like other nations, so the Most High gave them up to their desires. They were not a people. Throughout their years and generations, they forgot their heritage and their culture, just like we did before we came into the awakening. The Torah was foreign to us because the laws were done away with, because that's what we taught, were taught in the church and all of our years in Christianity, most of us. We were living lawless. We didn't know who we were until we heard someone breaking down the scriptures or until the Most High Yah opened up our eyes through the scriptures. The Old and the New Covenant are only with Israel, not with Israel and the strangers, not with the Gentiles, not with the Christian church. The whole Bible is about Israel's history and redemption. We were unfaithful, but he made a way through his son's sacrifice to bring us back into covenant with him. He said that he is only our God. In Joel chapter 2 verse 27 it reads, And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And we know that he has only known us out of all the families of the earth. Amos chapter 3 and verse 2. He didn't know no other people. He only knew us, the saints who he made a covenant with, Israel. The Gentiles come to know him through us. Think about it. Think about the Gentiles that we walk among every day who are in these false religions, these denominations. They do not know the truth. But those of us in the awakening who are walking in the truth, they will be the ones to bring them into the truth. They come through us. Why else would Israel be a nation or a kingdom of priests? What were the priest's duties? They taught the people. They revealed the truth to the people. The Most High's people are his ministers. We are the light to the nations. That's what we were chosen for. So I'll close with a reading from the words of Gad the seer, chapter 9, verses 1 through 18. And the background of this story can be found in 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 1. Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David, saying, I know that the Lord your God is the one true God. So now deal with me as a true brother and teach me the law of your God. For I will worship him all the days of my life. Verse 3. Then the messengers came to David with an offering in their hand for the Lord and for David. They told him everything Hiram had said and presented him with the offerings. And David replied to Hiram, Go and tell your brother Hiram. This is what your brother David says. Reverence the Lord, creator of heaven and fire, the sea and the earth, 
the wet and the dry, the heat and the cold, the minerals and the vegetation, the living and the speaking, the planets, the Pleiades and Orion, the sun and the moon, the substantial and the spiritual, the wandering stars, the senses, and everything. These were all created without a blemish by God Almighty, and his name is Yahuwah, or Yahweh. It says it has the tetragrammaton here. Verse 8. If you do this and observe the commandments that were ordered to the children of your father Noah, then God will bless you all the days of your life. We are both his allies, but we are different from you by the law of truth. Sealed by the seal of the Almighty, called children of the true God, we must therefore obey the whole law that the name commands us, saying, And you will be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you will speak to the children of Israel. Verse 11. But he has not dealt the same way with any other nation as he has dealt with us. He did not choose us for any other reason than the great love that he has for us. The messengers then returned to Hiram, their king, and told him everything that King David had told them. And Hiram rejoiced with all his heart and called his princes and servants and said to them, Tyrannians and Sidonians, listen carefully to what I am about to tell you. Verse 15, have reverence and respect for God Almighty, who is the God of Israel. He made everything by speaking and by the breath of his mouth. And who will tell him what he can do? For he is one. Verse 16, repeat after me. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, who chooses his people. And blessed is his servant David, king of his people. And blessed is Israel, whom the Lord has chosen to be his inheritance. Verse 17, we would be blessed to simply be the servants of the children of Israel who are called the children of the Lord, their God. In verse 18, and all his princes and servants said, Amen, so be it. So we see David reigned in righteousness and truth. And the king of Tyre saw this and he was like, hey, I want in. I want to know this law of truth. And David said, yeah, we cool. The most high don't know you. He ain't dealt with no other nations. He's only dealt with us. And his servants went back and told the king what David said. And this man said they would be blessed simply to be servants of the children of Israel. This is why the truth is not taught in the churches. This is why the world to come was only made for a few because sadly a lot of people will not accept the truth. Most people don't like us because of the color of our skin. Let alone them finding out we are the most highest chosen people. Honestly, I believe a lot of people would rather go to hell than to admit that we are the chosen and let alone serve us. There will be some Gentiles, some strangers that will come to the knowledge of the truth as it already is now, who will accept us for who we are, love us, and love the Most High, and serve us.
So this is just my understanding of the scriptures, something I've been studying for the past few months. You know, I don't know everything, but I am a student of the word. I try to rightly divide the word. I try to always keep everything in context and refer back to the Torah or the Tanakh for my understanding. You know, you have to build on the Old Testament before you even get to the New Testament. But like I tell you always, take these things to the Most High. Pray about it. Stay in your word. Be encouraged. We're living in some exciting times. The truth is coming out of who we are. The awakening can't be stopped. Until next time, peace and blessings. Shalom.